Welcome to Anime Out of Context, a comedy review show hosted by a basement dweller who grew up scrounging terrible fan subs on sketchy websites prior to the convenience of modern streaming, alongside a willfully ignorant soul whose only knowledge of anime comes from the shows forced upon him here. This show will contain spoilers, incorrect information, and copious amounts of adult language. Our hosts are not experts on any topic, and everything they say should be taken with a grain of salt. Thank you for listening, and enjoy. Hello and welcome to Anime Out of Context, the show where I attempt to explain the sometimes weird, sometimes wonderful, but always hilarious world of anime. And even though we're leaving spooky season, I'm still afraid. I'm Sean Rollins. I'm Remington Chase. About that, Remington. (laughs) You say leaving spooky season. When we're recording this, you and I are still in the heat of spooky season. It's, It's true. It is just past like the middle of October. And we are actively dying like i don't know if you can tell in our voices but we are suffering shit's shit's rough hey and not only are we suffering but all of our listeners are suffering as well yeah and i actually kind of want to remedy that a little bit remington because i'm gonna be honest there are some grumpy people out there (laughs) there are some grumpy people out there (laughs) the protesters outside of our houses right now Yep, they are very angry with us. They're like, you didn't do enough spooky stuff for the month of October. Why, why, what the fuck is wrong with you? It's like, well, hey, you know, if you think about it, <laughs> I thought it was a great series of episodes. You know, trick-or-treating, <laughs> you know, the three of us. Yeah, I think that's great, great fun. But also, we did cuck them on a couple anime quite a few times, and I felt really bad for that. <laughs> I felt so, really bad so, for that. So we need to, to repent for our spooky sins. Correct. And that's why, Remington, we're finally doing it. <laughs> Plus, it was super easy for me to research because I already had it researched. Remington, let's let's watch ZOM 100, shall we? <laughs> let's, let's just do it. Let's go into know, or it. Or we could title this episode ZOM 100 so all of uh, everybody clicks in and it's like finally about time. And then we cuck them again. <laughs> <laughs> and, and in actuality, we watch High School of the Dead instead. Yeah. <laughs> That'll that'll show them. It's like, yeah, it's got over a hundred zombies in it. So surely this is what they want, right? And and we just we just keep calling it Zom One Hundred and wait for them to figure out that it's not. It'll be great. It'll be a good bit. <laughs> It'll be a great bit that will lose us all of our listenership. Um, <laughs> like uh, that's worse than clickbait YouTube thumbnails. I feel like because like at least with with the youtube video you can like skim through and see if they're actually being honest uh with this you just have to like listen and be like are they actually doing it are they actually doing it ah, okay they're doing it or they're not doing it those <laughs> bastards no rem rem let's just let's just actually do it this time because so many people have wanted you to watch this because they are convinced that you're going to really enjoy this show because you know it's got everything you love in it it's got a bit of spookiness it's got color it's got a bit of zaniness, you know, and it's you know, it's got zombies, and we all know how much you love zombies, Rem. I, I, I you know, I do. I, I can enjoy a good zombie. Yeah, uh, they're 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 a bit hit or miss, but that's the nature of anything. So yeah, but the thing you like most about zombies are what it drives humans to do, right? Like, oh uh, yeah, I love it when it drives humans to eat each other. <laughs> Rem, you're still stuck in pupa land. Get out oh, of pupa shit. land. Oh, oh, we fuck. don't want to be there anymore. <laughs> we, <laughs> don't we don't. Be... Look, like we we've both seen Train to Busan, right? You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, it's great. So we 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 can respect zombies being used as a catalyst to show 
human thought processes and emotions and whatnot and how they react in extreme situations. Like, that's, that's what zombies are really good for. And this anime is an example of one of those situations. Because it's about our main character, Akira Tendo. And he is... He basically was living his life out pretty beat for beat perfectly. You know, he was successful in high school and successful in college, got himself the job he wanted. But unfortunately, he's feeling a bit burnt out, you know, due to overbearing bosses and, you know, just the trials and tribulations of adulthood. Dude, same. <laughs> right? <laughs> Fucking too real, dog. Why do you think people wanted us to cover this one so much? And, you know, after several years of working at this company that's just straight up exploitative, like, I don't know how much you know about, like, office culture in Japan, Remington, or work culture in general. Oh, it's uh, absolutely fucked. Yeah, like, it, it, it's fucked here, but it's a whole different category of fucked there, which is saying a lot. And, you know, they would disillusion just about anybody. But after several years of working at this company, the zombie apocalypse happens. And our main dude uses it as an opportunity to kind of just do whatever the fuck he wants and live life a bit freely while still surviving in this zombie apocalypse scenario. It, you know? it, it's more or less like it's been posited by by quite a few uh, like social scientists and, and those uh, scholars in the humanities that one of the reasons that apocalyptic media has has really like taken off in the 21st century Especially like the the late aughts to 2010, still continuing on in different flavors to the 2020s, is uh, essentially just because reality as it currently stands feels so omnipresently oppressive and limiting, and that it it's for many people feels nearly impossible to imagine. Like just a brighter future, with you, which you know, hey, nice, nice and optimistic here in the comedy podcast. But yeah, uh, yeah. woohoo, ghost galore! But that that one of the the widespread like fantasies of escapism is just a, a widespread apocalypse, essentially something so cataclysmic that it tears society down, and that you're able to then start from scratch without these these extremely restrictive power structures that exist in in our current society you'd be able to start a new reshape yourself abandon the the drudgery that we're trapped within and it it feels like psalm 100 is just taking that 100 all the way in yeah and the question is remington whether everybody is right and correct on how you will feel about this show and whether or not the show succeeds in doing what it sets out to do ah, uh, so I the will... people the people think i'm gonna like it Correct. But they have been wrong before and been very disappointed. Also correct. <laughs> and I will also note that this is the studio's first anime ever. Oh, uh, oh, all right. So I get I, I to judge the show and thus the whole studio on this one data point. Correct. <laughs> yep. And the studio is called... If there's uh, one thing I love, it's being a judgmental bitch. <laughs> that is your favorite. <laughs> that is your favorite. Goes nice with a nice cup of tea. <laughs> but yeah, nope, the studio is called Bug Films, and this is all they've done. They were established in 2021, I believe, and this is what they've made. It's a very small studio, and apparently it's so small that it's, the series is actually currently on hiatus. Whoopsie. So who knows when we'll get that resum resumed. <laughs> no! 
But right now there are currently nine episodes out, and I figured what, what you was, watching. What was the anime that had like something crazy, like a nine-year hiatus or some bullshit? Like it was. It was Hunter Hunter, and it was a manga, not an anime. Oh, okay, okay. Still, yeah, yeah still. Which, by the way, Togashi, the author, is actually has dropped some little snippets of the chapters he's working on, which makes me very happy. I'm very <laughs> excited for that because I love that manga. It's super good and super dark. Anyways. You know, it may be on hiatus right now, Remington, but most people seem to really enjoy it. So who knows? Maybe, maybe this will be a, a, the next big shout out for this company. And maybe we'll have a lovely, fully realized series by the end of it. But, uh, and it all hinges on this episode. Uh, this episode of the podcast. Yeah. One it's all positive up to us. review from. Uh, a, a kind of popular anime podcast that's still obscure in the cultural zeitgeist. One positive review, that would make all the difference. One negative review, it'd be damning. Yeah, this one long-haired f- nerd in <laughs> in the United States has all the power over whether or not this anime is successful. It's a pretty high-stakes uh, episode all of a sudden, Sean. Very high stakes, Remington, and I think it's about time we gave it to them. So without further ado, let's go straight into it. Let's go watch some ZOM 100, Zombie ni Naru Made ni Shitai 100 no Koto, or ZOM 100, Bucket List of the Dead. And we are back after watching three whole episodes of the summer 2023 anime, ZOM 100, Bucket List of the Dead. And Remington, did this supply the spooky vibes you need while also giving you a nice, healthy dose of existentialism? Or is this just another one of those shows that people were convinced that you would enjoy, but ultimately have major issues with? Well, Sean, one thing that I think is very valuable and worth saying, while watching this, I I, I had an epiphany, Sean. (laughs) Oh, and what is your epiphany, Rem? I had uh, a, a realization. About, about myself, about my life. Okay. And you know, just as Akira in Zom 100 realizes that they, they are free from the chains of their job, I realize that I too can be free from the weebery. I, 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 can, I can just leave. I, I, can, <laughs> I can just depart. And, 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 and so farewell. <laughs> farewell? Right here, <laughs> right now. The zombies are on the doorstep, and I am free, Sean. I don't... Hey, buddy, buddy, do not confuse reality with fiction, my guy. We don't have zombies right now. There are no zombies here. Maybe, like, in a metaphorical way, then. (laughs) Metaphorical zombies? Sure. Like slaves to capitalism? (laughs) Yeah! (laughs) Mm, Unfortunately, Remington, I don't think that uh, that quite counts. Uh, I think you need legitimate, actual flesh-eating zombies to be bashing down your door and eating all the people you love and care about for it to qualify. That's that's the only way I can leave the podcast. Unfortunately, yeah, that, you're, you're stuck here. <laughs> Until we get actual zombies coming in trying to eat your face or eating your boss, which I guess in this case would be Dylan. Because <laughs> he's the one who gets really angry at us if we fuck up. So like, that's... It's, it's true. It, it, your boss is whoever's the angriest when you don't do your job. Yeah, that feels that feels right. <laughs> That feels right. <laughs> yeah. And considering how much work we put him through, if he was to find out that one of his star uh, compatriots here was to just leave due to metaphorical zombies, he might actually become a real zombie and kill you himself. 
<laughs> oh, uh, a lot of people thought that I, I would enjoy this show, you know? Plenty of people thought, hey, this is, this is going to be the one for Remington. And, and of course, then the question is, are they correct? Or are they in the very large pile of people who are like, oh, yeah, Remington will love this. And they have no idea what the fuck they're talking about. <laughs> so really, you're just trying to see how many people you can piss off right before you give us the answer. That's really yeah. what you're doing. No matter what, you're going to piss somebody off. But really, you're just going for quantity at this point. <laughs> oh, well, let, let, let's jump in and find out. We open up to absolute apocalyptic carnage, people getting ripped apart, grisly zombies, shit's fuck, right? But then we see, ha, got him. Just a movie. Just a movie. Don't, don't be so spooked. It was a movie. And we see Akira, poor sap that he is, watching the movie, eating some cup noodles, dead on the inside. Here we are. <laughs> oh, God, that's a little too real, isn't it? Hmm. Yeah. Uh, shout out to anybody working a dead end nine to five who ended up watching Zom 100 over some cup noodles in the dark just to fill the time. Because, my God, that's a little too real for everybody <laughs> involved, I think. We got three years ago and it's a lot brighter. The, the art style is just happier. And Akira, he, he gets the job that he, he really wanted. He's worked hard to get here. He's so happy to be there. He falls for the girl in accounting and, and Otori. And he's like, yeah, uh, unfortunately, that first day, he has to pull an all-nighter. In fact, he's, he, it, it's two days until he's able to, uh, to go back home uh, just on his first day of work. Uh, oh, so lovely overtime hours? No, unpaid overtime. Uh, yay, exploitation. Yep. Yeah, uh, this is this America, is why it happens here. It's awful. Yeah, this is why we stand labor laws and workers' rights in this house. All right. Shout out to most unions. So on on that front, we we cut to like the second year. He still has feelings for that one girl, Atori, but she's the CEO's mistress, and so you know, a little bit awkward there. Yeah. He just he just feeling you know life's rough. What about death? And, and it's not that he's taking the active steps, but there's a handful of things where it's like, ah, well, if this, if this minor obstacle wasn't in my way, all right? Yep. Good uh, old-fashioned suicidal ideations. Gotta love them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but then one day, zombies. They, they have yet to, like, explain, like, how zombies. I don't know if they will, nor do I really care, because mm -hmm. it's not extremely relevant, the how. Um, I think a lot of zombie stories get a little bit bogged down in the how, which if they have some cool, fascinating stuff on that front, awesome. Very often, they don't. <laughs> yeah. The thing that makes a zombie story compelling is usually the people that are alive during it. Yeah. Uh, and so there, there's zombies and he's, he's running from the zombies around his apartment complex. He's like, oh, fuck, I'm going to be late for work. But then he's like, wait a fucking minute. If the zombie apocalypse has happened. I have a day off of work. The, <laughs> Just one the world, day off. With that realization, the world is filled with saturation and color as he's running from all of these deadly zombies. And he's like, holy shit, I'm happy for the first time in three years. He decides, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to go visit Otori. I'm going to visit that girl. I'm going to confess my feelings. Uh, finally. All right. It's the end of the world. Why the fuck not? He shows up there. Uh, his, his zombie boss. Uh, is is there because you know the the affair uh all big bloated 
we get 100%. Look, this is the kind of power fantasy I can support, because instead of just being like, wouldn't it be cool if I was like a big hot dude with all the attractive women? Instead of that, it's like, man, what if what if the entire problematic infrastructure of society uh, uh, crumbled to the ground and then I could kill the monstrous incarnation of my shitty, shitty boss? Yeah, Lord uh, knows that like... Dylan is still recovering from the last quote unquote wish fulfillment I showed him. <laughs> so he, he kills the shit out of his boss. But unfortunately, Otori is also a zombie. He, he confesses, nonetheless, to this zombie Otori before escaping and making a bucket list. And there we have episode one. Real solid episode. Nice action packed. A very strong and emphasis on, on like how shitty the workplace was before. Like they, they probably could have just done a few minutes, but I'm okay with them taking most of the first episode to just really make you feel it, right? Really, really have you trapped and stuck in that malaise. Yeah, I mean, it's the whole premise of the show, after all. Like, we've seen zombie apocalypse done loads and loads of times, but what about a weirdly positive twist on a zombie apocalypse? Yeah, so episode two opens up with some... Akira is having some nightmares about work, but then he's like, I don't have work. Oh my god. He cleans his apartment, he happily drinks some beer, and is like, fuck yeah. But then he runs out of beer. He runs out of beer, and he's like, gotta do a beer run. So he, he hops on over to uh, the corner store, and is like, I'm gonna get some motherfucking beer. Uh, there, there's like a couple arguing as he's climbing down his apartment, uh, and they're like, holy shit, you're just gonna go out there? And he's like, yeah, I need beer. <laughs> you know, fair. Which, there have been a couple of anime with, like, flippant and not great motivations for characters to do crazy-ass bullshit. Uh, one, one that I criticized to a certain degree was Chainsaw Man, for right. instance. Uh, th- this one totally works, because once again, it makes you feel, in that first episode, just how oppressive that environment was for him, and thus how truly meaningful beer can be i i think it contrasts those so well so i i am like fuck it go go for a beer bud why not uh, as well as he's he's in the mentality where he's like look if i die that that's that's fine i i i had at least a good day before death so why not let's see how many good days we can rack up right which is insanely uh, positive considering the situation he's in <laughs> yeah but you know i i admire it we're we're all memento mori we're all gonna die at some point Right. So uh, the, the couple is surprised that he's going to do that, but he's like, yeah, I'll bring you back some, some shit. It'll be great. He goes to uh, the corner store. He sees a, a different girl, uh, a nice living girl, not zombified. And he's like, oh, my God. Uh, he, he talks a little bit, but uh, she's mostly just ignoring him. Some zombies start to get into the corner store. Uh, he is ready to protect her from the zombies, but she yanks him backwards as a truck driven by a zombie piles through, rams into the zombies that got in, and he's like, holy shit, and then she leaves, but his bike is destroyed, so he needs to find something new, he finds a goddamn motorcycle, and he's like, hell yes, let's go, why the fuck not? Uh, he, he gets back home with a bunch of beer, he returns to the couple, but they're, they're dead, they're fucked. Yeah, it's unfortunate. And then we, we cut over to, the rest of the episode is from basically the girl's perspective of leading up to that event. She is also making a list, not a bucket list for what to do before they become a zombie, but rather just a hundred things to do to avoid becoming a zombie 
at all. We, we see this dichotomy between them about, like, one of them is just focused on living, and one of them is focused on making the most out of their life. There are just questions like, how much is life worth living inherently in of itself, regardless of circumstances? Or, or how much life needs to have value placed within it. You need to do meaningful or, or valuable or purposeful things. Otherwise, what's the point? Even if it has some inherent risks to it, right? So we see two different life philosophies, as it were, both of which have their merit and are nicely contrasted here. And that, that, that's episode two. So thus far, like, I'm, I'm digging the pacing. I'm digging what it's doing. I think it's exploring its themes rather well and, and doing it in a fairly enjoyable manner. The art style is delightful. All of the zombies have Technicolor blood of various colors, which is, is a bold choice that I vibe with because yeah. it just emphasizes like the color and saturation of the apocalypse. Yeah, and to be fair, most apocalypse are very brown, and I don't like that. <laughs> they are very brown. This one, wildly colorful. <laughs> uh, episode three, we meet a manager of a club and his workers who are going to attack the zombies to protect the club. Meanwhile, uh, Akira is looking for his, his buddy Kencho, right? Because as it turns out, he was thinking, he was thinking back and he's like, oh shit, I actually have time now. I, I can like reply and reach out to people. So he's looking through his contacts, replying to messages, right? You know, a little awkward timing. It's the apocalypse, but hey, better late than never. Hey, I mean, you got the free time. You might as well give it a shot, right? <laughs> have, have you ever have you ever replied to a message that you realized you got ages ago and you're like, oh, fuck, that is so not relevant anymore? Yeah. And now it's weird. Yeah, all the time, because a lot of times the thing I'll do is I'll be like, oh, I got a message. Start typing up a response. Then something minor will distract me and I'll forget to hit send. And then I'll just accidentally hit send like ages later. <laughs> <laughs> or, or like when, when you get the notification, but it's so much later than when they were, when they sent the message and you don't catch that the message was sent earlier because you just got the notification. So you're like, all right. And then they're like, what the fuck? And you're like, oh. Yeah, no, I, I completely missed a chance to visit my mother today because of that. So, you know, <laughs> a little too real, a little too real. Oh, man. So uh, he, he was doing that and he, he saw contact Kencho and he's like, oh, my buddy Kencho, he's the kind that would survive a zombie apocalypse. He's probably, I, I should reach out to him because, you know, they, they had kind of stayed in contact since school, but only a handful of times, and the last time didn't end super well. Because Kencho, he, he's always been this charismatic guy. He's a successful real estate fella now, and he, he's making good money. He has models as his girlfriend. He, he's doing great, but that means that whenever he would hang out with Akira, Akira would hear all this shit, and Akira's like, well, my life fucking sucks. Fuck you, bud. Right? And, and just retaliating. It, 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 it's just a, a nice toxic environment, even though uh, Kencho was like, hey, quit. It sounds like you're being taken advantage of, bud. Be because Akira wasn't in the right headspace. Akira was just like, hey, fuck you. Yeah, no, I, I've definitely been in that position before. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, which side of things? The wildly successful side? Oh, of course not, Remington. <laughs> of course, Remington. I'm doing a podcast about anime on the internet. Where's the wild success, huh? <laughs> I mean, hey, 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 
for your weeby ass, that's, that's a pretty good ideal of success, all right? I, that, that is true. Like, I am doing much better than folks who are just sitting down and watching anime and being sad. Instead, I'm being sad while talking about anime with somebody else. So, <laughs> really, really, I've got it made. <laughs> it, it's sadness, but with company and an audience. Is that better? Is that... You know... Oh, what, no, go watch a Bo Burnham see. special and let me know. Oh, uh, God, no, please, not again. So... so uh, he reaches out to Kencho, who is uh, trapped in a sex club, and he's like, yeah, I'll, I'll come uh, save you, bud. So he shows up, saves him. The, we, we briefly see the manager of that, the, the, of, of that one club. Uh, they're about to die, but then they get saved. That'll, they'll probably be relevant later. I don't know. It was, or it might it was not. Just, Does it really matter? It, was, it felt like kind of a weird tangent. If it's not relevant later, then they probably should have cut it because it wasn't like meaningful enough to be a meaningful tangent don't get me wrong i'm down for like tangents exploring like different ways that the apocalypse is affecting different people even if we don't get to see a lot of them but this one just didn't have a lot going on so if there's not more then i think there should have been a bit less right but nonetheless akira shows up he saves kencho they they run away and all the zombies are chasing them they they both apologize to one another being like Akira's like, hey, sorry, I, I was a bitter, jaded bitch. That, that's why I, I, was, I, I felt like you were bragging and stuff, just talking about your life. That was, that was fucked up of me. Like, hey, you, no need to be jealous of your homie's success. Be happy for your homie's success, right? Homies bring each other up and cheer each other on. And, and so he apologizes. Kenjo is like, you know what? I, I didn't even like my job. I was posturing. It, it wasn't what I wanted to do. I just like making people laugh. I want to be a stand-up comic, actually. They, they make it to the roof, barricade it, but the zombies are going to break through. The only way out is this very large jump that Akira is immediately like, eh, fuck it, let's see if I can make it. Because uh, Akira does not really care about death, right? He, he accepts that. He, he's like, death will come. Doesn't really matter when or how. We just got to make the most of whatever we have been granted. Uh, so he, he does it and it works out. Uh, and, uh, but Kenjo is way less certain. He's like, I probably just going to die, mate. That's when he pours his heart out to his friend. But then Akira's like, hey, just like you always told me, all right, maybe now's the time to quit real estate, quit your job, become a stand-up comic right here, right now. Take the jump. Obviously, it, it, it's uh, nice and filled with symbolic resonance here. Kenjo does. In that moment, he loses all of his clothes midair. Some might say, what? Do, uh, just, just go with it. Just go with it. He I, has, it's passionate. Yes, it's passionate. He has shirked his previous form, and, and he's, being, he's very, very literally being just reborn into this new naked state. So one of his old school gags was being completely in the buff, so you know. Yeah. Akira helps him up, and he scrapes his balls, you know, nice and uncomfortable. And then they just vibe naked together. They, they vibe naked together, as homies do, naked on rooftops, drinking some beer. And that's the end of episode three. Yeah. So all in all, Remington, how are you feeling after you've seen three episodes of the show that is, for all, by all accounts, very popular, but people are a little concerned with the fact that it keeps getting put on hiatus? <laughs> yeah, that, I, you know, possibly concerning, possibly concerning, because with, with hiatus, it, it's like on one level. Sometimes it's hiatus just to make sure it's a good thing, right? Right. Other times it's hiatus, ah, crap, I need to get something out because we've been waiting too long. And weirdly, like, hiatus can often lead to rushed products. 
yeah. uh, which sounds counterintuitive, but it, you know, I mean, historically, it's often been the case. Yep, and I didn't do a whole lot of looking into the exact reasons for the hiatus because there hasn't been too many official statements. But long story short, Remington, I mentioned it was a new studio. They've only got like 23-something people uh, working on this whole show, and it is very high production value, as you can see. So, oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Like, the show, it's, it's gorgeous. It's definitely ambitious, has a lot going on visually and thematically. But it also, you know, a lot of the themes it's commenting on, weirdly, maybe the studio making it might be suffering for some of those themes. That's unfortunate. That's unfortunate. <laughs> oh, no! Like, that, that is one of the prevailing theories right now, Remington, is that, yeah, there are only nine episodes out right now, and it's on hiatus and whatnot, but, you know, small studio, it's their first anime, doing what they can, a couple of different production companies. Look, the anime industry, in terms of making anime, is pretty fucked in a lot of ways, Rem, which is why unions are so important. Let's it's true. Hey, feel free to go and unionize your, your workplace, do, do some research on the history of workers' rights, you know, it's, it's a hell of a thing. Knowledge is, is power and, and as is unity. So, yeah, because if we want good stuff, we need to have people happily making it, you know? Look, tiers are, right? At the bottom, you have exploitative hellscape, all right? Correct. Right above that, you have anarchist apocalypse, right? It's, it's violent, it's rough, but you you aren't constantly oppressed and pushed under people's thumb. You can still live a happy little Akira life, albeit with a lot more threat to your day-to-day -day life. And, but then above is, is still pretty comfortable and unifying uh, workers' rights, unified, lovely society. We're all in this together. Let's give a shit about one another. Hey, that's, that's a good one. That's a good choice. That's a very good choice. So that are the zombies. So... <laughs> and we both know that if the zombies come, we're not going to have a podcast anymore. So we gotta, we gotta try for that last one. We gotta try our <laughs> best for that last one. If you could unionize with just three people working on one podcast, believe us, we would. <laughs> I mean, I, I, we, I guess we could. I don't. There's not really much benefit to it because we're all very amiable people, and we all well, work yeah, together it anyways. Be, it would be just us unionizing against us. Against <laughs> us. It's it's us. And uh, like, I, I don't know, there's, there's a weird dual reality going on. Yeah, it's like, we've got to do things for the union and we've got to do things for ourselves. It's a bit weird. It's a bit, it's a bit of a dichotomy that I'm not sure I'm emotionally prepared to handle. If we ever actually make money and get employees, then, then, then it'll be a realistic discussion. Yes, but for right now, it's, it's three chuckle fucks with some microphones. Like, we don't, <laughs> it's not for us right now. But for everybody else, 1,000%. <laughs> but the point is, Remington, now that you've watched all three, what, what is your stance on this show? It's a good show. Uh, it, it's enjoyable. It's, it's visually very strong. I think it explores its themes quite well. I, I, I'd probably give it like a, a 7.5. A, a good show. That's a very strong review for you, Remington. Yeah. Other people are going to be upset at you. Well, that's because they're, understand. yeah, they're, they're on the, the weeb rankings. All right. Don't listen to that. 7.5. That's very good. Yeah, I concur. I concur. But speaking of the Weeb rankings, do you have any guesses on what they rate this particular show? I think that they'll fucking adore it. And so I think they will rate it. Ooh, all right. Let's just see. Uh, uh. And you also have to consider the, the spiteful ones who are upset that it's on hiatus and give it a bad rating because of that. I'm going to say 8.44. It's hard to take into consideration like the hype factors, right? right? 
especially like the living hype. If the hype has started to die down, then it's easier to predict. When the, when the hype is still like alive and moving and shifting, it, it's a lot harder to, to grab hold of. But for now, that, that'll be my guess. Yeah, uh, I mean, it did start airing in July, right? And yeah. we, it only made it to nine episodes currently. Uh, so there's that factor. So it, is, it has had time to kind of settle and calm down a bit. But weirdly, only 86,000 people have left a review on this one, uh, which is interesting considering it's probably one of the most interesting and exciting shows of that particular season, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, but those 86,000 people combined have a nice, lovely rating of 8.06, actually. Oh, okay. Interesting. So much lower than you would have anticipated. Yeah. And whether or not that's like through internal biases or whether or not the story it goes down isn't quite what they were hoping for, it's hard to say. But this is a delightfully fun take on the zombie apocalypse that I can imagine isn't going to be completely for everybody. But the people who do vibe with it are going to vibe with it pretty fucking hard. Yeah, I, I would uh, totally agree. I think this is going to resonate with uh, a, a lot of people. A lot of people are going to enjoy this show. If if through our, our description you're at all interested, go for it. Uh, I'm, I would be the kind, I would, I would probably just wait until it's properly finished and then binge it all. Because uh, yep. that that's my ideal viewing experience, is just getting it all at once, nice and easy. Uh, I don't like waiting. I'm an impatient bastard. It also doesn't help that well, you say that, but every time I try to get you to watch more than five episodes of anything, you're always so sad and upset. Well, that's because it's anime, Sean. <laughs> Look, if I did that to Og Taxi, you wouldn't have been as upset. <laughs> that's one of the very few exceptions. Uh, yeah, well, maybe, maybe this will be one of those exceptions in the future as well. Hard to say. We won't know until it's finished. But if you're impatient and waiting for the anime, which, you know, understandable, it does have a manga adaptation, a manga that it's based off of, so you can always read that and see if the story is what you're looking for. But I just genuinely think that the animation style and decision-making in it is just so fun and awesome that it's worth giving it a look at the very least. The first episode alone is like a wonderful viewing experience by itself. Oh, yeah. The, the first episode also captures a lot of, like, present on my mind since you've mentioned it, odd taxi energy of yep. just exploring a more personal story before going batshit insane. Correct. Which we, you know, you know us, we love our weirdly human shit that are put in extreme situations. Yep. So I suppose with that in mind, I guess the final question I need to ask you, Rem, is there any chance, assuming that it gets off hiatus anytime soon, you'd like to watch a bit more ZOM 100 with me? Oh, uh, sure, sure. I think it would be a valuable time. All right. Well, with that, thank you all so much for tuning in. We really appreciate it. If you enjoy Rem finally getting to watch some lovely October themed stuff, from your guys' perspective after October's over, you know, whoopsie, <laughs> then please head on over to wherever you get your podcast, whether that be Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, wherever, and leave us a review. They mean the world to us, and we do read every single one. And if that is still not enough for you, you can head on over to twitch.tv slash animeoutofcontext, where you can watch myself, Dylan, and Remington occasionally play video games very poorly. And hey, by the time that this comes out, assuming that I have a week to recover, I will probably be streaming on the main Twitch channel again soon. What will it be? Probably Baldur's Gate. Why? I have a problem. <laughs> but if you are interested in that, go on and come say hi to us. But if that is still not enough for you by itself, then you can head on over to patreon.com slash anime out of context, where you gain access to all kinds of lovely bonus material, 
including having the opportunity to be thanked live on the podcast. So, Remington, who we thank it this week. Well, as always, we would like to send our regards to all of our bland bitch protagonists, as well as our magical girls, who we really appreciate. But moving on, we get to our yandere waifus, who are freeing us from exploitative capitalism by, you know, releasing the zombies. <laughs> and on that list, we have... My name is First Now, bitch. Oops, sorry. I was just overly excited. You're not a bitch. Please don't hurt me. Zombie Stomp. Fitting. Xanax. Zayden. Your weekly reminder to wash your pits, Sean. Yandere Neko. Why Sean? Why Sean? When is the Force Fairy 5 revisit? Weekly haiku about Papa Sean. I said no, Sean. The gorilla can't be your waifu. It just isn't okay. Hashtag Sadas Rebellion. Uh, watch Eva and I'll write a poem every day for a month. Walk me home gently. Utah number one. Username. Unhinged Prax. Trocoon Appreciation Society, Trojan Manly Man, Totally God's Angel, Titan CNH, Thopternot King, Ruler of Ornai, The Villain Beyond Classes Once Welcome Cheetah Say Revisit, The Susanator, The Guy Who Changes His Name Every Week Says, Guys, Seriously, Take a Week Off Already, The Danish Viking Will Conquer the World with Raronoa, Raronoa, Zora was my navigator. The Chosen One, the Capybara are kidnapping Rem and taking him to Shibuya for Halloween. That guy who makes Rem say cunt at least once a week. Uh, thanks for being the best thing to listen to while working out, y'all. It's mostly agreeable takes. Distract me just enough. Turban, Tattooed Weep, Swedish Weep, Super Zoo, Stacy's Mom, Snakey Pie, Silent Secondary, Shoujo Addict, who doesn't need, uh, doesn't need help, just more manga to read and anime to watch. Sean Dillon recommended Gaunt's or Gaunt's Zero so we can make our editor proud and see some spooky tits, even if October is over. Sean, don't try grating cheese on Carlock's abs. Seth Senju, Sugoi Takai, that's what she said. Ross Palmer, rest in peace, Bob Barker, the OG waifu. Everyone let out a doo 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 in remembrance. Rhiannon Williams, Rem uses the drums of liberation to free all weeps from bad anime. Rem loves the big hole. Rem doesn't completely hate my favorite shows. Professor Fox, pro tips out of context. If you need to tick off a non weeb, introduce them to the alternate pronunciation of anime. Anime. Praise Haruhiism. Have you heard of our Lord and Savior Haruhi? Pacwell Musico, Other McNutt. Oh no, I fucked my sister. Oops. Nitsaira, Nina and Alexander is my favorite collab. Nice opinion, John. One small issue. I planted a landmine on an undisclosed location inside your house. Every step you take is a... Who knows what every step you take is? It's cut off there. Nice legs. Stage Dukes makes mango. Do, do, do. Makega, Seven Yerto, Mega Zap. Making fake Malacount so I can rate Force Fairy 5. Pot 10 out of 10. Macaroni Ochiza, love AOT, and like the pod after six months of focus listening. Lonely Ginger Weave, Link Joker, Lick My Ass, and Call Me Daddy Rem, Liam Dunn, King Rich Rock, Cassidy, Jax, Jam Hands, I'm writing a manga about a detective whose informants are all pets, called Snitches Get Scritches, says Misika proudly. I need that vitamin dick, I mean Dylan, I said hard for that voice. I'm here for the Haunted House stories, Hunter Tane, Hunter Davies, hey Sean, let's do full monologue mystery visit. Hey, Remington, Brandon's grandma misses you. Call her. She yearns for your secret sauce. Hey, Rem, Portuguese word of the week. Acabara Minas Adeus. Goggle McGiggle fuck. Glenn Michael Dolan. George Edward Bottom, a.k.a. Bear Trap, a.k.a. Lin-Manuel Miranda Muse, a.k.a. Fratricide of Auto Top. Sean, what's your opinion on coprophilia? I, I, I don't know about coprophilia, but he loves to cop a feel, yeah. Force Fairy 5 is the best anime. Farmer Weeb is now looking for a career in sawdust talent optimization strategy. Fantide, F-bomb is gearing up for No Nut November and will win. Every week we ignore Shuichi Kagaya is another injustice, no catastrophe. Please, my brother, let us rewrite our wrongs and live com- And then it cuts off. Erica McCorkle, Daniel Wright. Daddy Rem, Daddy Rem, will you kiss my weeaboo-boo and make it better? Now Samantha calling Daddy Sean an accident is rude. Daddy Rem, tell me a bedtime story. Cryptid Milf, Crypt Killer Steve. Which, Dylan, who knows? If I don't know if Dylan cut it out last time. Will he kill it out this time? I don't know. The Country Fried Goth here to remind you that you just lost the game. Cheese Monkey. 
Cat girls are best girls, so give them cute little paws. Brockard for Geodudes. It's Central European Rally Go. Kale Raven Para. Big Blue Bear Boy. Bird B. Flem. Anonymous Gamer. Anime Out of Context ruined my happy sugar life. And every day the, that raven comes to visit. Amazing Muffin. Elise Howard. Alabama Weeb with too many peeker stickers on car. Every day is a driving risk. AJ Tunnels. I can taste the strong in this milk. Aisha Gudgy. A Days. Aaron Hegland. A Weeb watches romance anime just because he doesn't have a girlfriend. Now we move on to the Boy Wizard tier, where everybody will be assigned a, a classic zombie movie to watch. Watch Naked with the Homies, of course. Of course, because that, that's how all movies with the homies should be watched. Yeah. What does Daddy Rum say to Mommy Sean? You get One Cut of the Dead. Vincent Calabrese, you get Night of the Living Dead. The Drew is Higher Cheese EP, you get Train to Busan. Ryan Loves Milena, you are going to get Reanimator. Rowdyo, you get Dawn of the Dead. Roscop, you are going to get Sean of the Dead. Ha. Uh, rent a girlfriend <laughs> revisit now or make Rem watch some more Sword Art Online. You get the big hole. Please consider the magical girl musical of Healer Girl. I want to know Rem's opinion. You get Return of the Living Dead. PL Mary, you get the big hole. You get Blood Quantum. Nah, Spy, you are going to get Wreck. Monogatari is everything you guys say you want, Nami. This week a girl turns into a beast. You are going to get Zombie Land. My Goddess Overlord review, you get Dead Alive. Miguel Delion, you are going to get 28 Days Later. Massimo Martelli, you are going to get The Girl with All the Gifts. Latino just heard someone whisper, I want to eat your pancreas. You're going to get The Autopsy of Jane Doe. Kugor, you get Day of the Dead. Kafka is my mommy, you get I Walked with a Zombie. Just a small town girl living in a lonely world, she took the midnight train going anywhere. You are going to get Warm Bodies. Initial D is the worst romance anime. You are going to get Little Monsters. Epic Sylve, you are going to get Wild Zero. Crimson Reapers, just because of the scythes, you get Scooby-Doo on Zombie Island. Chromatic, you are going to get Let Sleeping Corpses Lie. Carver 271, you are going to get Death Dream. Cameron Coates, you are going to get One of the Dead. Blood Cell, not the Bitch Boy White Ones, you are going to get Night of the Comet. Beethoven 1201, you are going to get Planet Terror. Anonymous, you get Night of the Creeps. Animated Z, you get Verses. All Father Gambler, you are going to get 28 weeks later. And second to none, you are going to get Final Cut. There you go. And now we are going to move on to the inappropriate Joey Wheeler tier, where Sean will tell you an item on your bucket list, and I will tell you what it says about you. Okay. We start with, the fetus knows the necessity of speed. Yeah, let's see. First thing on your bucket list is you're going to go to Italy, Sicily specifically. Because you want to kill Mario and that rat bastard Luigi. <laughs> Next we get Lumen. Uh, let's see. You are going to finally, you, you know what? You're going to finally skydive. But fuck parachutes. They're for cowards. <laughs> I just, oh no, I don't think you. That's their oh. perspective, not mine. I would use a parachute, but if they don't, they, they're the type of person who doesn't feel like it. For the love of God, use a parachute. <laughs> I would support them using one, but what am I, a cop? Next, we have the Miami <laughs> Pegs, Harry and Ron. Let's see, the thing on your bucket list is you're gonna finally. You're going to finally go to that restaurant. You keep talking about saying, oh, I'm going to go there, but it's just a little too pricey. Nah, nah, nah. You're going to go there and you're going to love it or you're going to hate it. We won't know which. And then you're going to end up in horrendous debt. You'll be like, oh, God, oh, fuck, oh, why? From one meal? <laughs> I know. They, they went all out. 
They've been looking forward to this for a while, so they, they, they're not going to skimp. Next, we got my dear old mom. Hmm, <laughs> <laughs> what to say here? <laughs> there are many routes one could go by. The thing on your bucket list is... Nope, that's too dark. Not going to say that. <laughs> the thing on your bucket list is you're going to finally... You know what? You're going to finally go and visit all those lovely museums that you keep hearing about. Especially those on uh, Italian culture and history, so you can go kill Mario and that rat bastard Luigi. <laughs> I can't, I don't think you should be sending your mom on an assassination mission. Yeah, it's, it's what they already wanted. <laughs> now, we, last but not least, we have four months in counting. Uh, you, the thing on your bucket list is you're gonna finally... You're going to finally finish that playthrough of Elden Ring, because let's be honest, you started it ages ago, and you really enjoyed yourself, but man, for whatever reason, you never got around to finishing it. But because you're a masochist, if you die, you're going to reset the whole goddamn game. People actually do that, Remington. Deathless speedrun, go! My Christ. <laughs> all right, thank you all for tuning in. If you want to reach out, whether it's for a comment, question, feedback, or recommendation, you can tweet us at AnimeConPod on Twitter or send an email over onto AnimeOutOfContext at gmail.com. Once again, guys, thank you all so much for tuning in. We love and appreciate you very, very much. And as always, don't fuck your sister. Do-do-do-do. Do-do-do. 